Hello and welcome back to Reeling of the Peers, where we chat about and discuss all sorts of movies. My name is Gary O'Brien and I am joined today by the one and only David Scanlon for a very special episode of the podcast where we discuss the best buddy films of all time. So stick around, we hope you enjoy I don't know how to say this, we're back. We're back, baby! Back again. Yeah. Can't get rid of us. No. Can't keep a good podcast down. Call me Justin Timberlake and you one of one of the other four, because we're the Backstreet Boys, we're back. <laughs> and there's a street here. Can you tell it's been a while since we've done one of these? Oh yeah, big time. Big time. Um uh, just give us a few minutes and we'll we'll get right back into it. <laughs> <laughs> David's spine is literally creaking right now. Uh, um yes, we're, we're we're back, but we're back for a good cause. Back for the best cause. Yeah. Not the My best ego. cause. My ego. I, wa- I didn't get enough of those likes, David. I was just, you know, had all these movie thoughts and no one was giving me any sort of validation on them. Yeah. So I was like, we need to change this. We need to turn things back around. Yeah. So we brought the podcast back for um, a very good cause, which is the Movember Foundation, to which I am raising money for this year. Um, I'm, I'm many, years. Hmm? many years. Many well, I'm doing it for this year. Yeah. As- I've done it. This is my fourth year. I'm growing a mustache and I'm raising awareness for men's health. It's a fantastic charity. Um, I'll, t- I'll talk about it a bit more later on, but that's just to let you know why we're doing it. And uh, if you'd like to donate, again, I'll talk about it a bit more later on. There is a link in the description with more information on the foundation, but then also um, a link where you can donate if you'd like to be so, so kind. So your point is that if people don't listen to this, they're terrible people. Oh, yeah. And if they don't donate, they're even worse. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm only messing. No, I'm only messing. Um, but yeah, so we didn't know, I didn't know what to... We didn't know what to talk about because you didn't want to like bring it back for like I don't know flowers of the killer or killers of the flower moon because that's balls that's bad for men's health because it's a shit movie. Um, it's too damn long. It's too damn long, and um, yeah, we couldn't really think of anything. We were talking about like mental health films, but they were all a bit grim, sad. Yeah, too sad, especially for bringing it back. Trying to keep the energy up, David. Yeah. So we thought we'd pick our favorite type of movie, which is a buddy film. Yeah. And I'm going to tie this to mental health. Don't you worry, David. <laughs> so what is a buddy film for anyone who doesn't know? Well, according to Wikipedia, the source of all true knowledge of the Always universe. Always true. Um, Never a, anything false on that website. A buddy film portrays the pairing of two people, often of the same sex, frequently men. A friendship between the two is the key relationship is the key in a, is the key relationship in a buddy film. The two people often come from different backgrounds or have different personalities and they tend to misunderstand one another at the beginning and then through the events of a buddy film they gain a stronger friendship and mutual respect and buddy films often deal with the crises of masculinity much like how a lot of mental health issues come from the crises of masculinity by like men not opening up men not talking but um we're going to talk about buddy films instead <laughs> that, i'm gonna be honest with you gary that kind of sounds like our relationship yeah we don't talk about anything <laughs> you once said gary i feel sad about this and i just said remember that cool movie <laughs> I, I just meant the first bit about the bullies. Oh, yeah. Nothing to do with mental health because I, I'm a man and I don't talk about mental health. Yeah, that's the, the why talk? No, I really shouldn't take the piss out if I'm raising money for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, I saw something about like, so the American masculinities is defined in the historical encyclopedia of basically it offers male going audiences an opportunity to indulge in a form of male bonding and behavior usually discouraged by social constraints. So yeah. these movies are actually better for men's health. And yeah. that gives me an excuse to make it the Movember special, David. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, yeah, like, it, I suppose if there is movies on this that you enjoy or you have enjoyed, you know, you can obviously bond with us as you listen. Yes. But also you might get um, introduced to a movie that you may not have yep. heard of or mm-hmm. may not know of. So it gives you a chance to watch that movie, enjoy it, and improve your mental health. Yeah, we're saving the world. <laughs> The world? The world, David. Okay, wow. I've seen the stats. Five billion people listen to this. 
five. Yeah, not everyone has the internet, David. Don't be so fucking presumptuous. Jeez, <laughs> okay. uh, you're glad you came back for oh, this, right? Man, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know I was going to give getting Bezos money. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so what I was going to say, so yeah, so, um, time codes, I think I'll try to put those in if people want to jump around, if they don't want spoilers for different movies, but also on the Spotify and on the YouTube, let us know what your favorite buddy movie is as well. If we don't mention it, cause statistically, uh, we probably won't cause we don't want to be at this for too long. Yeah, you know what this, I mean? is, this is going to be, we had a nice long break. Happen. Don't want to be overdoing ourselves yeah. first time back. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then again, like I said, a, a bit later on, we'll talk a bit about. Well, I'll talk a bit about the Movember Foundation as well. So, David, off the top of your, off the top of your head, what's the best buddy film? What's the good one? Give me to me. Let's go. Well, this is an important question, Gary. Is it objectively the best buddy movie? When or have we ever done subjectively, subjectively on this okay. podcast? Okay, so the best buddy. Movie, there we go. <laughs> the best buddy movie. The first one that comes out is the other guy. Yes, the other this is the best episode ever. <laughs> Isn't let's it? go. So the other guys. Okay, so. The best way to describe this is uh, you have Mark Wahlberg, you have yeah. Will Ferrell, yeah. Michael Keaton yeah. himself, okay? Um, and I don't think they've ever been in better movies. Like, has Will Ferrell... Uh, no, okay, since since the other guys. Okay, I'll look this up. I don't think I do, Mark Wahlberg... I, I do like... Or Will Ferrell have, been, have been in better movies. The other guys. I'll look this up while you talk. Yeah. How, wait, are you saying if Michael Keaton hasn't been in maybe, better movies? Maybe Michael Keaton's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> He's more of a cameo He's in been that. in The Flash, David. <laughs> <laughs> is Birdman after? Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Well, this anyway, is 2010. So, it, for those who haven't seen the other guys, uh, this is a film about two New York co-ops, and um, they're the other guys. They're the guys who don't get all the praise, the plaudits. Uh, unfortunately, you know, they're kind of the desk jockeys, and they kind of just do the beat, and they're not really, you know, hailed as heroes. Unfortunately, that that job has been filled by the likes of uh, Samuel L. Jackson and. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, whose names are? Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Samuel Jackson. <laughs> no, what's Yay! The, what's their names? Uh, yeah. Danson and Highsmith. Danson and Highsmith, yeah. yeah. Um, but will will we go spoilers? I don't think you have to go full spoilers, but no, a, a certain event occurs. A certain where event occurs where these guys are thrust into that role. Yeah, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg's characters have to step up to the to the plate and uh, save New York. The, yeah, in a strange way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's from, a very from, from some very shady organization, multiple shady organizations. Very, yeah, the plot is very convoluted. Yeah. I was thinking back on this earlier. I was just like, I don't think the story is good. But no, I don't. I don't know. I think it is. I think it's a bit of a stretch in some parts. But I think it's a cool mystery. I think it's cool. I agree yeah. with that. But I will say it's some of the best, weirdest, wackiest moments yeah. that um, two lads. <laughs> It, when they were 15 yeah. <laughs> loved a lot exactly yeah um, but just go back to the cast uh, Will Ferrell Mark Wahlberg Eva Mendes yeah. Michael Keaton Steve Coonan uh, Coogan uh, Ray Stevenson Samuel L. Jackson Dwayne Johnson Rob Riggle Damon Waynes Jr. Derek Jeter, Jeter yeah. um, and it's directed by Adam McKay who yeah. people would know from The Big Short and Vice, Vice and yeah. Anchorman and stuff like that it yeah. is a winning combination of a movie yeah. that's shamefully only a, only 3.2 on Letterboxd yeah. incredible incredible um yeah, I mean, there's some good action scenes like that first that chase scene with yeah. dancing with the, with the bank robbers. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, where most of the budget went. <laughs> yeah. They just completely ruined some blocks in in New York. Yeah, because because these guys are like heightened cops and they're like smashing into yeah. buses and like and like they just basically bust people for like possession of like weed or something yeah, like that. Like it's all just, worth keeping up. The, exactly. Like, yeah. Everything keeping. We're just we're just gonna ruin some people's lives while we we uh, bust these uh, drug dealers or whatever. Um, yeah, you asked about if this was Will if this was Will Smith's last good movie. Also, Will Smith. 
not Will Smith, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, although, <laughs> Will Ferrell, Will Smith doesn't have any good stuff. Yeah. Um, you'd have to contest with people who like Barbie and mm. people who like the Lego movie. Yeah, okay. But in a starring role? I think it's Will Ferrell's best starring role in a comedy. Yeah. For a I, I, I did like Eurovision. And Spirit is actually not that bad. Yeah, but like yeah. when you consider that the other ones he has here is the house, Zoolander, Daddy's home, yeah, like the campaign. The fa- and and another thing I think we want to do with this podcast is to highlight films that deserve sequels. Oh my god! Millions. And uh, when you consider Daddy's home to her, Daddy's home Fuck got yes. a sequel with Mel Gibson. With in Mel it. Gibson, like, and this didn't. This hasn't. Uh, it's it's incredible. Um. So actually, I did that wrong because I had the wrong wrong filter on my um. Letterboxd when I did this because I just did show watched food movie so he's also been in Strays and uh, Downhill and something called Zeroville I've never heard of Holmes and Watson yeah. Daddy's Home 2 Get Hard The Internship Terrible Yeah just bad movies uh, Mark Wahlberg on the other hand uh, Uncharted That was good <laughs> Another good buddy movie Good buddy movie Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah that's Buddy movie's the best uh, And then Mark Wahlberg You would have to say I don't know we, We're probably going to talk about One of them later on But yeah he's been in a lot of Pooh movies Yeah A lot of them being Daddy's Home and Transformers Yeah Yeah um, um, And uh, I think I think the biggest issue With this movie is that I don't think you're going to get Adam McKay back mm-mm. And I don't think you're going to get Michael Keaton back So apparently I Now this is according to a TikTok And I've done absolutely no research <laughs> yeah. on it But apparently Adam McKay And Will Ferrell are on the outs Because there's, mm. mo- there's a series called Winning Time Yeah And that got cancelled, didn't it? It did. Yeah. And apparently Will Ferrell wanted to play the guy that John C. Riley ended up playing. Yeah. But then Adam McKay cast John C. Riley behind Will Ferrell's back. Oh, wow. Now, again, mm. I could Google this, but isn't it fun to spread gossip? But are they not in the same production house? Yeah, Gary Sanchez. Yeah. Yeah. Because they did Succession together, didn't they? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, because... Uh, so I just thought spreading gossip is good for mental health, so <laughs> no, I would double you check should, You should just check that. And they did split. They did split. It's, okay. Yeah. It's to do with that yeah it's the with showtime yeah okay there you go yeah um but also yeah so definitely i think one of will ferrell's last good performances in my opinion yeah. same with mark Wahlberg yeah. in terms of a comedy michael keaton incredible in <laughs> unbelievable so he plays like the 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 police captain and he's just like so sick of everyone's shit yeah but he's also has a part-time job in bed bath and beyond because that's you know a serious american <laughs> problem like you know you can't don't, can't don't get paid enough to be a, a police yeah. chief but you know you have to go and work in bed bath and beyond and this well. was and this was adam mckay's like first movie where he kind of goes into leans into the social commentary a bit more yeah. as well because a lot of it's to do with um the the bailout of the banks yeah, yeah. <laughs> in an unexpected yeah. way and uh yeah because Wait, is the bailout of the banks? Is it not stock market? Could be the stock market. Yeah. Anyway, it's same. It's yeah. It goes into Eat big short vibes. Yeah, very yeah. big short vibes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Some gr- very quotable. Oh my god! And then just some of the antics. We we were talking about this recently, actually, in work. Is you know the scene in the Prius with the homeless people? Yes. Dirty Mike and the boys. <laughs> they call it soup kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um. But I think it's it's the most fun I've had watching a Mark Wahlberg um performance that is second maybe only to another movie we're going to talk about later or I yeah. want to talk about later yeah. because he has an obsession with Alan's wife yeah. Alan played by Will Ferrell yeah. uh, who's played by Eva Mendes and there's this weird thing throughout the movie where Will Ferrell all these like very attractive women keep uh, yeah, keep yeah. Uh, what you call it um, giving Will Ferrell the eyes and he has a very um, attractive wife and stuff yeah. like that and then Mark Wahlberg there's a scene where he's, he's leaving their house yeah. for dinner and he's like bye Alan bye Sheila it's like Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> he just keeps saying bye, Sheila over and over again. Well, actually, this is this is the thing, okay? And I'm sure it's it's a part of that Wikipedia page you're looking at. But the the good thing about this movie is I think we're so used to seeing um, 
Mark Wahlberg play the straight man. Yeah. And play Will Ferrell play the kind of goofy kid yeah. or goofy guy. Whereas I wouldn't say they necessarily completely switch, but like I think there's more goofy in uh, Mark Wahlberg's character than there is. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, Will Ferrell. Because this character, and again, I know slight spoilers, but go watch the fucking movie. It's great. Yeah. Like he starts to, he learns ballet sarcastically. Yeah. Uh, he keeps so telling- to bully people. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, he's like bully people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> then also, uh, he keeps going around and saying it's like he's a peacock. You gotta yeah. let him fly. <laughs> yeah. And um, oh, I don't know. Oh, just, I'm just reading all the quotes. Yeah. Here. Sorry. The other movie, like But um, no, it's just like it's unbelievable performances. There's just some weird and wacky moments in it. There's a great thing about Steve Coogan playing a slimy businessman. Yeah. And bribing, bribing the guys. Yeah. Oh, what a movie. Yeah. Uh, sorry, important thing for the audience. Is it on any streaming services? Uh, I feel like it was on I Netflix. have it on DVD if anyone wants to hit me up. <laughs> I feel like it was on Netflix for a while there. I don't know if it's still on there. No, you can rent it from two ninety nine on um worth it. It, on YouTube. Worth Absolutely it. worth it. So fun, so yeah. silly. Very um, rewatchable as well. I feel like I could yeah. watch it two days in a row. I was gonna watch it today. <laughs> I ran out of time though, but I was so gonna watch it today. And I don't love rewatching movies. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I guess the other thing is that like with these buddy movies I find I know we mentioned the thing where up front where it's kind of like they're either completely opposite and then they come together or they're the exact same and then they have a crisis of like identity yeah. nearly and go separate and then have to come back together yeah. at the end but this is very much that sort of first type where it's yeah. two guys very opposite much like me and you David yeah um, you're the cool I'm the cool smooth, smooth. I'm the sm- <laughs> okay and I'm the dweeb I disagree I'm wait the, no that's okay, okay. well okay great. you're the you're the Mark Wahlberg 100% <laughs> Yeah, I learned ballet for the crack. I, yeah, I thought you would learn. I thought you do all that running just to bully people. Yeah, oh yeah, big time. Yeah, uh, look how slow you are. <laughs> exactly. You just you learn how to run really fast just to do marathons to make other people feel bad. Yeah, what yeah. are you doing? Grow you came up. second today, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, well Speaking of guys, David. The guys. Yeah. Let's talk about some nice guys. The nice Let's talk guys. About the nice the guys. The nice guys. This is another movie about two cops. Oh no, private detectives. <laughs> private detectives. Yeah. Um, but again, completely deserved a sequel. And uh, uh, it's a weird convoluted plot where uh, Ryan Gosling is being hired to find a niece or a daughter yeah, or something like that. Yeah. And then Russell Crowe is also being hired to do it's, something else. Has been him. hired to protect the daughter from being investigated yes. by Ryan Gosling. Yeah. <laughs> and amazing, a, a large, similar to the other guys, a large conspiracy yeah. sort of comes from this. And the two of them have to kind of team up together. Yeah. But much like when we see... Um, Will Farrell and Mark Wahlberg kind of meet they're already partners yeah whereas we, we the first meeting between these guys is unbelievable funny it's there's isn't the scene where he breaks into his but, house yeah and the and, arm and they're so favourite I'm actually going to put the clip in there yeah give me your left arm huh your left arm give me your left arm this one no yeah come on no no right look when you're talking to your doctor just tell him you have a spiral fracture of the left radius no no deep breath no if I have an apple ah. top three Ryan Gosling performances yeah, in my absolutely. opinion between this drive and Barbie yeah. and I would say oh did I say Barbie no I'd say something else in there is it I think it's something else but I actually think for anyone who likes Ryan Gosling and Barbie this, this is better in my yeah. opinion this is so so much better yeah. he has so many great one liners his physical comedy his just he, I think <laughs> even even in an emotional sense he has a uh, but more of an arc in this mm-hmm. by the end like he's yeah. a redeemed character which is, is really nice as well. where yeah. Ken is just Ken Ken is yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry La La Land was the other La one La La I meant. Land, yeah. yeah La La Land nice guys drive 
the, the nice thing about this actually is it's funny you, we've taken the podcast from New York all the way over to LA David we're globetrotting uh, we're saving the world exactly, yeah. um, and I and I was going to say it was Ru- Russell Crowe's last good performance but then um, he's pretty good as Zeus and Thor Love yeah. Thunder <laughs> you love that man. it's so stupid <laughs> oh, the man. whole movie's balls but Russell Crowe's fun yeah. in it but Russell Crowe like he play, he's been in some really shit movies and yeah. um, he was Noah he was the Pope's Exorcist Robin Hood he's Robin Hood this is like a perfect role for him. There's also great clips of them presenting Oscars together yeah. doing this. So good. They, um, yeah, they bounce off each other really well in real life. Great and dynamic. In the movie, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. But it's the, like Ryan Gosling has that ability because remember him and Harrison Ford were great on press yeah, tour as well. Old like, grizzled actors yeah, and Ryan Gosling go so well together. <laughs> um, I just want to give a little bit of praise to the girl. Can't remember her name. Yeah, the girl. <laughs> okay, that. yeah, I get it. Um, because she added a, a lot and, of ooh, and. Angori Rice? Oh my god. I can show you that. Angori Rice? Ang- Is that her? Yeah. Oh wow. Angori Rice, yeah. yeah sure. She's in Spider Man movies. Yeah. Not much else actually. She's in senior year. She- oh she's she's in the episode of Black Mirror with uh Mighty Cyrus. Yes, she is. Yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she's very good. Uh, Margaret Qualley's in that. I didn't know that was Margaret Qualley because she's in the Maid. Yeah, unbelievable in Maid. Yeah. Um, but she's great in it as well. Kim Basinger's in it as well. Yeah. Uh, Matt Bomer plays a great like a, assassin type. Doesn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, just it's yeah. And this is it's like what's nice about both these movies is you kind of go around the cities that they're investigating in, and they're almost part of the story as well which is really nice it's and like, sh- so this directed written and directed by Shane Black yeah last sh- good Shane Black movie yeah as well <laughs> um, but what I was going to say it's um, it's also based in, sorry the other thing it's it's the 70s isn't it yeah, yeah. so like uh, whatever way Shane Black does this whether it's Christmas whether it's the 70s yeah. the time period he's always good at just like having the sort of surroundings soak into the vibe yeah, movie, which is yeah. very, I, I have to learn how to talk about movies again. Yeah. But <laughs> I can't describe it. Like, yeah. It's just a warm feel of LA throughout the movie. Yeah, thing. exactly. Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood? It, it, like, Hollywood. Yeah, it's all of LA because they, they kind of go from, because LA is a funny city because it's like little towns that have just been built very close to each yeah. other. So you, you get these different vibes going from one to the other, but it's like one big city. And speaking of Shane Black, I don't want to jump too quickly off not the nice guys but kiss kiss bang bang is yep. another one same yep. vibe la this one's more kind of modern and again just as funny val kilmer and rob downey oh, incredible yeah. together um the nice guys is definitely on netflix i know that is it? uh yeah but no absolutely incredible I, again i cannot believe this hasn't got a sequel but again i think it's probably just the fact that the caliber of actor and caliber of director probably don't want to go back to doing the same thing so again. It's that, and then also the budget was fifty million, but it only made sixty two point eight. Oh, sickening! That's yep. sickening! Wow! Yeah, ah. so good. Um, I bet you something like Transformers came up against it or something like that the same year. That was was that sixteen or fifteen? This was sixteen because we didn't watch it because you decided to fucking go to New Zealand. No, I was in Belgium. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah, it's 2016. Yeah. So I saw 16 Pe- was a good year. I saw it with Pender, so that's how I know. Um, we'll say the trailer ruins a lot, so don't look at the trailer. Don't look at the trailer, yeah. Um, also, great one-liners in it. My favourite one, I was looking at them earlier, um, where uh, he's talking to Kim Basinger, who I can't remember, I think she's playing like the mayor, or is she the... Yeah, she's the mayor. Something like that. And she's like, yeah, we're campaigning against keeping porn out of... Uh, keeping porn out of like Hollywood. And then Ryan Gosling just definitely, thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for that. <laughs> And there's another scene, my favourite thing. Questioning the mermaids? Oh, David, you know me so well. <laughs> questioning the mermaids. He's like, where were you? I was like, were you in the pool? Yeah, I was in the pool. I was questioning the mermaids. What were you doing while I was working? <laughs> oh, oh. And it's it's like, it's that environment of like, and it's, 
I don't know if it's specifically the 70s, but it like it's definitely the 70s vibe of just those parties up in the yeah. Hollywood Hills. Yeah. And everyone is coked in their heads. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, oh, it's so good. Great ending as well. Like, great, like, um, high stakes ending yeah. as well. Like, it really elevates well yeah. at the end. Whereas, yeah. whereas compared with the other guys, I felt like that kind of comes out of nowhere in yeah. a way because it's like a big helicopter fucking chase. Yeah. Whereas this, it's it's a bit big. It's all this big scene in the hotel and stuff, but like, at least it all builds towards it. Kind of yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the soundtrack. Is there a good soundtrack to it? I feel like there yeah. is. Shame but, Black uh, is known yeah. But it, oh, just overall, great vibes. Just great vibes. Uh, yeah, some good ones here. Rock and Roll All Night by Kiss. Yeah. Boogie Wonderland. Yeah. September. Jive Talking. Get On yeah. Down. The Money Shot. Daz. Boogie Oogie Oogie. Lonely, see, Lonely Boy by Andrew Gold. Oh, that's a great song. <laughs> Escape by Pina, the Pina Colada song. Yeah. Oh, great soundtrack. Fuck, I'm watching this tonight. This is great. This is my favourite episode we've done. <laughs> um... But yeah, ninety-one uh, percent Rotten Tomatoes as well. Yeah. So like, you know, it's good shit. Yeah. And this is the thing: like, it, it, these are the type of movies that like will never get. They'll always be well rated, and they'll always get good reviews. But they'll never be like they'll never get the uh, critical response. They'll never be on like top lists or anything. Yeah, like that. exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, any others? No. Oh, sorry. Uh, other. Yeah, movies. yeah. Just moving over to you because. Yeah. No, that's fair. I don't want to go too far. Actually, do you know what? We, we've done two American ones. Yeah. I feel like it's important to go international now. Okay. Save, we're saving the world. Save the world, yeah. We're going to save Europe this time. Okay. Because we're going we're to talk about the untouchables. Here we go. Love it. It's uh, au français. Oh, c'est bon. Um, this is a story about a very rich man who unfortunately is a paraplegic. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's uh, disabled from the neck down. Yep. And uh, he needs 24-7 care. Um and sorry, I better get the names. This the is a comedy, up. by the way. This is a co- yeah. <laughs> I have their names here if you want them. Yeah, you're gonna Francois Cluzet plays Philippe and, and Omar, Omar Sy plays Driss. You would know Omar Sy, he's been in the Jurassic World movies, he's been in loads of different things anyway. You'd, you'd recognize him. He also has a series on uh, Netflix called Lupin. But oh, is he Lupin? He, he's Lupin, yeah. C'est bon, <laughs> c'est incredible. Um, so he plays this kind of um, I wouldn't say he's like a criminal character, but he comes from he's probably like comes from an immigrant background yeah. he's kind of a bit of a kind of wheeler dealer doesn't have like a serious job and he kind of falls into kids, or you know he, yeah. he looks after his younger brothers and younger brothers, like that, yeah. yeah and then he, he kind of falls into the interview process and doesn't really have anything planned he's just you know think think um what's his face uh think mike from suits yeah exactly yeah <laughs> just falls into it and um he starts taking the piss out of uh the uh character Secretary? Francois, no, Philippe, who is oh, yeah. the disabled guy, just taking the piss out of him. And you can tell Philippe, instead of having the, the typical kind of... Um, snotty, snotty type. Yeah, exactly. Just like they, they have... They're just doing oh, it just to get... I have 20 degrees and how to care for people. They're just trying just like, to... They, yeah, they, they learned how to look after people by reading a book instead of actually experiencing it. Yeah. So he decides, you know, I'm going to take this kid on and, and let him look after me, let Dries look after me. Um, and just from there just this it's it's more of a father son bond i yeah. think it just develops throughout the movie and it's just fantastic and it's yeah. it they get up to mischief and yeah. um i just like, specifically remember the ending yeah because it's just yeah so cute yeah no it's really heartwarming and i don't normally love these type of movies yeah. um when i told you i liked it um i think i said to you it's like kira's gonna give that five stars <laughs> yeah bang five stars yeah, absolutely. um no oscar nominations it was selected by uh, france as the yeah. official nominee that year uh but if people want to if people want to watch it and they want to see it in english and watch it be five, 50 times worse uh, there's an american remake with brian cranston and kevin hart called the upside and nicole kidman yeah i think so yeah where they add, add a love story for no reason yes 
stupid. Yeah. Funny, actually, I watched that version before I watched this version. And which one's better? Oh, yeah, this, this version's Absolutely. way better. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Yeah. Based in Paris, isn't it? Although they go all over France. They do, yeah. He's it, it, it ends in Nunkirk or somewhere up north. Sorry, I'm <laughs> then Tom Hardy comes with that yeah, plane. Exactly. Oh, sorry, I don't want to give away in these words. Yeah. That's what it is in Swiss. Swiss. Um, let's keep the European vibe, David. Yeah. And again, I'm picking bad, not bad ones, but these are ones that are just so close to my heart. We mentioned we mentioned one of the actors earlier, but I'm talking about the Sherlock Holmes series with Guy Ritchie. Nice. What a what a set of movies. Seventy percent Rotten Tomatoes. Sorry, I completely forgot about those. Incorrect score, Rotten Tomatoes. So why I love these is great cast. Um, what you got? Rachel McAdams, uh, Robert Denny Jr., Jude Law, Mark Strong. Other old British people statistically are in yeah. it. Um, but what was great about it is you've got you've got Guy Ritchie doing a period piece. So you kind of got that bombastic action, but then also the great character um, sort of interchanges. You've got Will, uh, not Will, uh, what's his face? Um, oh, Jude, uh, Jude, Jude Law, Law being an ultimate foil to Robert Downey Jr.'s sort of drugged up, chaotic yeah. um, Sherlock Holmes. And I think what was great about this was it was like different to the MCU because MCU, he was kind of doing Iron Man, but yeah. British Iron Man. But it was enough removed that you could, it, you kind of still had a good feeling about, you know, oh, this is the Iron Man guy. Yeah. So it was like sustained enjoyment of Iron Man outside of the MCU. But then he went and did, um, what you call it, Doolittle and Doolittle. Balls. Yeah. Um, but what's great about it is, like I said, the action. There's some really cool stylistic choices around the fight scenes yeah. where he maps it out in his head. And then like a classic Guy Ritchie ending about tying it all together. And, yeah. Oh, I bet you didn't notice this. Oh, so so much fun. What's also great about it, and it did it a lot better than some of the other, what you call it, the TV shows, the BBC one, is that like the villain is very ominous and we have no idea how he's doing what he's doing yeah. um, because it's all about this guy played by Mark Strong, whose name I can't remember. And he's basically... Is he a count or a... Yeah. Duke. <laughs> Look it up. He's some sort of p- politician. Yeah. Lord. <laughs> he's a lord. He's a lord. Uh, and basically he was hung but comes back to life. He breaks out of his uh, grave and it's up to Sherlock to solve the case. But, um, and... Uh, yeah, just a lot of fun. Incredibly atmospheric. It's it uh, great score. Hands yeah, away. it um it just does that grimy, like eighteen or sorry nineteenth century nineteenth century London very well, and like I think if you were to show me a scene from this movie versus say like I don't know other movies based in the same period, I think like this is just like done so well because yeah. it's like there's a dirt to the, yeah. to the screen and, and stuff. It just brilliant and he's not a nice guy no he's terrible and like it's something like you have to, I think this came out this came out before Benedict Cumberbatch one mm, yeah it was it definitely around the same time yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Um, I think this guy's better I think he's just like see yeah Benedict Cumberbatch one is more of a cunt <laughs> <laughs> sorry I shouldn't say that no no he's a bit of a cunt <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch am I right men's mental health uh, podcast give me money please whereas Robert Downey Jr I think he's more likable he's like a he's a prick but yeah. he's like he's like a kooky more of a kooky yeah. version yeah yeah, but he loves his drugs. Yeah, he loves it. He loves a, he loves a puff. Yeah. <laughs> also, some great uh, Irish songs in this. Wasn't yeah, it? Irish. Uh, the Rocky Road to Dublin. Yeah. Oh, oh, love it. Great. Yeah. What perfect soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, and they made a sequel. Unlike you know, unlike yeah. the other t- other ones we talked about, this got a sequel. And uh, I don't think it was good, but I think it definitely was. It kept the same vein of yeah. um, performances and um, what you call it. Like the atmosphere kind of yeah. stuff. Didn't try to go too big. Yeah. And it brought in some big names. Brought in Stephen Fry. Brought in the guy who plays all the villains every, all the time. From Chernobyl, is it? Yeah. Oh, fuck me. He's so good. He's such a good actor that yeah. never remember his name. Yeah. This, th- the problem with that one was, I think they sh- almost should have gone bigger. Ooh. I think, like, you know the way the whole thing, 
and this kind of relates to Jared Harris Jared Harris yeah great actor uh, this kind of relates to The King's Man mm. so do you know the way The King's Man the oh. way I don't, I don't want to give away too much but you know the way that goes towards a certain event yep I feel like this should have been more about that because you know the way kind of a little kind of it hints at it but yeah. it doesn't go all the whole way yeah, yeah 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 whereas I feel like this this kind of at, by the end you're like yeah, I suppose he kind of stopped something, but did, did you? But can you have Sherlock influencing yeah. the major geopolitical know. events if, of World War One? If Tarantino could do it, that's fair. That's true. <laughs> Why not Guy Ritchie? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, like a lot of fun. So much fun. So much fun. Yeah, a bit. Again, if you love buddy movies, yeah. yeah. And it's it, it. What's nice about this one is it's less. I think it's less dark than the the Sherlock TV series. Yeah, it's more Hollywood, but it, that's not a bad thing. No. I know it sounds bad, but it's not. And also, I will say, Robert Downey Jr.'s accent's a bit all over the place, but like, but you, just, you lean into it, like, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, that doesn't matter. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. Do you know one for me? Yeah, well, yeah, go for it. Sorry, I don't want to, I don't want to tr- come out with one you don't want to talk no, about. No, go, go, what, what do you think? Go for it. Well, I was just going to do the sting. But Let's like, talk I feel about like, the sting. I'm sticking my list, David. Sting is David, him. David, we haven't shown each other our list, but I guarantee you they're the okay. exact same. Okay, yeah. Because my favourite song is Roxanne. But, <laughs> but like... <laughs> Okay. I just, I don't know. I, I feel like Next to You is also a great song. Okay. What, what are your thoughts on Sting? <laughs> very good. You're welcome. Very, very good. Um, don't do you know sta- don't actually, stand so close to me. David, I have a whole thing on Sting later on. <laughs> and you've kind of taken my thunder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, sh- I shit right. you not. I have okay. a whole thing on Sting. Oh, but I'm so sorry. No, it's done now. Um... Oh, this thing. This thing. Oscar Sorry, winning yeah. this thing. Or, or do you want to actually just do... Um, oh, cause there's the two of them together. Movie. Yeah, do you want to just do... Yeah, well, look, the, Robert Redford and uh, Paul, Newman Paul Newman have had two big buddy movies. Yeah. One being This Thing, the other one being uh, Sundance, yeah. uh, Butch Cassidy and The Sundance Kid. This Thing, far better in my opinion. Yeah, okay. I, I feel like this Sundance Kid is a little bit more dated. And that it just kind of falls off a cliff in the third act. Yeah. Because they could just go do that montage bit. They do the montage bit because I don't. These little people don't know this, uh, but basically they all went to Mexico. Yeah. To sh- oh no, Mexico. They went Columbia? somewhere. Oh, maybe somewhere like that. I can't yeah. remember. They went somewhere because where do they want to go? They want to go to. They want to go to Bolivia. Bolivia, I think. I yeah. think, but they shot somewhere else. Anyway, uh, all the crew and cast. A lot of the crew and cast got. Um, food poisoning from drinking the water except for three people and that were the three leads because they were just drinking booze the whole time so and a lot of the budget ran out yeah. so it, I feel like when when the story gets there it gets very messy whereas The Sting it's just a beautifully paced movie about two guys just dicking each other yeah. over and everyone else over as much as possible I know it's great it's yeah okay so Butch Cassidy and the Son of Ass Kid has that like very famous ending yeah. and very emotional ending and it's two guys because the, the, the sting could, came after. No, no the sting, sting came after. after. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I was going to say that would be a very emotional point for them to to be on screen for the last time there. Um, but the sting again. It's in a period. Is is it New York? I think it's I or think Chicago. It's New- yeah, maybe Chicago. Yeah, um, and it's just like you can't trust anyone. Illinois, Illinois. Yeah, yeah. you can't trust anyone. Yeah. Everyone is out to get you. But, like, you have these two guys who are just, like, just looking for any chance they get to, like... They're both con men. Oh, and yeah. literally the first interaction we see of the movie of two people is a con. Yeah. And then these two con men meet together yeah. and then they have big con man plans yeah. to, ult- to have an ultimate con against a guy called Doyle Lonergan, yeah. played by Robert, Robert Shaw. Shaw yeah. uh, but are they conning each other? Yeah. Who knows? 
Yeah. It's just a lot of intricate things and they're teaching each other the tricks and Paul Newman's like the older one yeah. so he's like showing them the ropes. Much like uh, Paul Newman and Tom Cruise in The Colour of Money. Money. <laughs> um, but this this is just a great little fun time and uh, Oscar winning performances. No, Oscar winning Oscar winning movie but yeah. it also won um, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Editing, Best Screenplay and Redford himself was nominated for Best Actor as well. Yeah, Great set design as well because th- there's also <laughs> a bit where like like they they're hiring con men as well yes like extras yeah almost putting and costumes yeah, on them everyone wants to be a con man it's, it's fantastic and it's like it's it's almost on that level of like john wick underworld yes. levels of yeah, like yeah 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 everyone's a con man yeah and everyone just wants to be part of this and it's oh it's yeah incredible and it's it's that nice thing of like i don't think anyone gets hurt except for the bad guy like it's it's not yeah it's not the type of thing where it's like so silly or so fairy tale that like you can't get on on board with it. But yeah. it's also no one's really getting hurt. It's not the yeah. end of the world. Like no, just rich people are just yeah, rich people are having less yeah, money. So exactly. On. But Paul Newman is steals the scene. Yeah. I think he's so great. He has a great scene playing a poker game. Yeah, and, and it's on the train. On the train. Yeah, yeah. and he's just like Sorry, so, yeah. he plays this like loud brass kind of yeah. character to make people think he's drunk, but he's actually like taking their money he's yeah. like sorry I was taking a crap <laughs> and then there's a scene where I think it's he's like uh, Robert Redford's character is just like but but you but you like you had these cards sleeve, put your sleeve how did he like how did um, Robert Shaw's character do this and like he's cheating and he goes and then uh, Paul Newman's character is like what do you want me to do tell him he's better at cheating than I am <laughs> everyone's cheating everyone's a con man oh it's so good yeah um, um, but speaking of my best in class best in class can I talk about the Movember Foundation for oh, a bit absolutely um, so yeah so for people who don't know anything about the Movember uh, Foundation it's basically a charity that tackles men's health on a global scale so it does things like prostate cancer testicular cancer mental health and suicide prevention so they fund and basically find innovation uh, innovative research um, sort of projects globally and invest in those and basically they're not government funded so they're independent so as much as David would love to hear they can challenge the status quo uh, and they invest quicker in what works so basically in the 15 years they've been going they've funded more than 1200 men's health projects around the world and yeah and I guess the reason that, like I said that they tackle things like prostate cancer and, and um, suicide prevention as well because I think they have a stat here that every every uh, one man dies ev- by suicide every minute of every day with males accounting for 70% of all suicide so it is a very sort of grave sort of cause that they're looking to help and prevent and invest in which is why i'm raising money for it so like i said that link is in the description if you would like to donate and if you don't that's absolutely no worries at all but like i said great charity even even not me but someone else david did it once he looked great he had a muddle and mustache it was magnificent that would they were dark times before we continue i think it's probably a good chance just to rattle off a few movies that yeah. we've yeah. talked about previously yeah. on the pod Oh, we meant to do that up top. We didn't. Oops. Oh, don't worry. This is a good time to do it. Yeah. So, first of all, all these movies we love. Yep. Um, In Bruges. Oh, great. Fantastic. Yep. Or, or. Yep. Incredible. Yep. Do you on the Jump Streets? Or Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. Did you do it on Dumber? Jumps, jump Streets later on. Jump Streets later on. Did you do it on Dumb and Dumber? No. But that, see, that's one of those ones where two guys very similar. Yeah. Conflict in the middle, separate and then come back. Yeah. But that's great. Yeah. These wouldn't be my favourite, but like they're definitely good ones. I have some. Um, what are the ones that we did? We talked about Banshees of Inisherin. That's yeah, a buddy movie. That's a buddy movie. That's that's the the buddiest of movies. <laughs> oh, just, sorry, I'm just looking through a list here, and there's yeah. some very strange ones. Bright. I, yes! <laughs> I literally was about to say it. I'm in here. We didn't talk about the two popes, did we? No. 
<laughs> what a buddy movie, eh? What a buddy movie. Look at those um, two buddies. Well, actually, this kind of this leads me into my next point. If I can, if I can yeah? take take the lead here, where we did mention that up top that you know it is two people of the same sex and often men, but there are actually some great women buddy movies. Yeah. And two we've talked about in the pod before. One being Booksmart, yeah, great buddy movie. Oh, sorry, yeah, and the other one being uh, Barb and Star Go to Vista yeah, Mar. I'll never one. shut up about it, David. Every year I'll bring it up. It's an incredible. It's very in the vein of Wick Wayne's World, Dumb and Dumber. It's that sort of silly, yeah. silly duo. Um, in in sort of crazy situations. But one I watched recently uh, was Thelma and Louise, uh, directed by Ridley Scott. It's uh it's it, it. I was saying this to you. I didn't love it the movie but I love the two actors in it and their chemistry is so so good because basically it all starts with either Thelma or Louise I don't know who's who um, <laughs> but Judge Collin um, they go away in a gal's weekend and one of them has a very oh, not a, um, sort of a very uh, controlling husband and she didn't even get permission to go and they go to a nightclub she's dancing away with some other lad she gets very drunk and then this guy tries to sexually assault her and then Thelma or Louise uh, gets a gun shoots him and then they have to go on the run and it's this, it's just seeing these two girls or two women sort of slowly just shift to a life of crime because they realize, you know, fuck, not, but like fuck men and fuck them for like, tell, like not Thelma or one of Thelma or Louise is the wife and then the other one is like a waitress has to deal with like shitty men all the time. Yeah. And they just have this realize like, fuck it, let's just rob shit and let's just fucking go as far as we can to Mexico. And it's a lot of fun. They come across, they come across some kooky characters, one of them being Brad Pitt. Uh, not oh, his first yeah. role, but yeah. he plays a great great role in this um, there's some other great character, great actors in it as well they're being chased by Harvey Keitel as a character not actually real life Harvey Keitel um, yeah. um, but for me I just feel like the pacing of the movie it's a bit too long but when it ramps up towards the end it's um, it's just very fun and seeing mm. them kind of get closer and closer together and just breaking law uh, breaking the law it's just a lot of fun um, so definitely up there for like one of the best duos um, in cinema for sure sorry just I'm, I'm just I'm uh... just just going down through. Have you talked about the full Monty? I might have on a tell you what I saw the other day. Yeah, that's yeah. not really a buddy movie, is it? I don't know, it's here. The Swiss Army one or Swiss Army one? Um, that's a good buddy movie. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm just going through. Green Book. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think it has to. So, like I kind of said up to the top, it needs to be kind of more. It needs to be either an adventure or a comedy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I tell you what. Can I? I'm gonna bring it back to another one since you're. It's yeah, you're, yeah, go on unless ahead. you have one there. No, sorry, go on ahead. Sorry, I'm just. Um, I, I've just. I've just encountered another list, and it's just blown my mind. <laughs> so, Thelma and Louise, I know you hadn't seen, but let's go back to ones that we love. Yeah. Um, the Jump Street movies. The Jump Streets. Mate, what? What an unbelievable set of movies in that like. TV show, it's a TV show, it's a, based on a TV show, so it's a reboot of a TV show. Never, never should have worked. Never should have worked. But they got two great lead actors in Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum playing a role so well, like yeah. just dumb, good-looking hunk. Yeah. And Jonah Hill just playing, I don't know, like a dweeb. sort of a, what? Dweeb, is he? A bit of a dweeb, but just like that sort of a by-the-book sort oh, of cop. Yeah. Um, and they just work so well together. Directed by Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who people would know from the Spider-Verse movies, the Lego movies, and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, let's not, let's not <laughs> forget. forget. Um, but these movies are just a lot of fun. The first one's good. I much prefer the second one. Yeah, I think the they're kind of restricted in the first one because it's high school. Yeah. Whereas it's a lot more believable and it's a lot more wackier <laughs> yeah. in college. Yeah. Um, and then I like this is like this is very popular, very popular movies. I'm just seeing here. Hold on. Uh, both on Amazon Prime. There you go. Which is, you know, give that money to Jeff Bezos. Give it, yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's just you can definitely tell that, and it's so meta as well. Yeah. It's like 
Ice Cube the, as yeah, the chief. Yeah, there's a whole scene in the second one, yeah. yeah. Ice Cube's in the chief, uh, is the chief, chief, and he's, his office is a glass yeah. box. Cube. And then he's like, ah, like a cube of ice. And they've moved, so they moved from a Vietnamese Catholic church across the road to a Korean Catholic church. Because they moved address. Yeah, they moved from 21 to 22 Jump Street in the second one. It's yeah, and then like they go to Mexico at the end. There's a big shoot out there. That's great. Go to Cancun. Yeah, um, some great lines in it. My yeah. name is Jeff. <laughs> um, there's some great, and both movies have a, a sort of a, a sort of a, a key characteristic, and they have both a very good drunk or high scenes. Yeah. So in the first one, they're investigating this drug going around the high school called. Is Wi-Fi? Is that, or is the, that first the second one? No, I, I can't remember. Wi-Fi is the second, second one. Yeah, I can't remember the one for the first yeah. one. Yeah. Um, and there's a scene in, like where I can't I don't know if you remember Channing Tatum's like solving an equation yeah. on the whiteboard yeah. and it's just a load of Lush fours force, yeah. and then Jonah Hill like goes into a relay race and yeah. just with the baton starts hitting other people yeah. with the baton yeah. and then um, and then in the second one there's the scene where they're both like high on LSD or something yeah. like that and they're dream isn't the dream they're in the sequence? dream worlds where yeah. one's having a good trip one's having yeah. a bad trip so stupid oh, like again it, it, it was right at the age yeah. of when we were teenagers but, but like they st- they're still very well rated I yeah, yeah well I ha- do I have the percentage here so 21 Jump Street is only 5% Rotten Tomatoes and Jump Street is 22 Rotten Tomatoes mean, scores mean nothing yeah. but it's just a good indication yeah. right, sometimes yeah. Um, they both made a lot of money uh, Jump Street first one budget was 42 made 201 the second one budget only increased 8 million to 50 but made 330 that's incredible and yeah and like the other thing is the mysteries as well involved are actually, yeah actually, actually really good mysteries yeah, yeah yeah like good like good like read like the villain in the first one you have no yeah, idea it's him and exactly. somewhat same with the second one second one yeah exactly um, um, the, the ice cube unbelievable incredible the yeah. second one he has a scene, scene a movie yeah. ceiling scene that yeah. is unbelievable incredible um, Gillian Bell in the second one is yeah. really really good as well very dry with it because there's a scene where Jonah Hill and his girlfriend like have sex in the dorm room or something yeah. like that and she's like I heard your hip pop out last night like, tell us about the war yeah, <laughs> she's like, exactly. I too was close with my grandpa yeah they, everyone just thinks Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum are like narcs yeah. because like they don't look like they Russell's in that as well actually yeah. I forgot about that completely yeah. but like that first movie has a load of young actors I think uh, D- Dave Franco's Brie in it Larson's Brie in Larson's well, in it yeah, yeah. Um, and I think the best thing about this movie uh, the best thing about number two was the tease for a potential number three. Oh, and this is the thing I think they ruined it on the, on themselves by like putting that in but it's so funny and it's so incredible so the, the idea is so obviously the first one they're like you guys are going to high school the second one you guys go to college so this end credit scene look it up if you haven't watched yeah. it it's so good where basically Ice Cube has to keep inventing schools for them to go to yeah. to take the piss out of how in movies you yeah. always have to try and find it's like you guys are going to culinary school yeah. and they, they and then they, it shows like Jonah Hill being recast um, Channing Tatum being yeah, recast yeah because it's that meta because uh, Seth Rogen comes in and like uh, you know you know, Channing Tatum goes, oh, hey, what happened to your man or whatever? And Cetra was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then, <laughs> and then the next one comes up and Jonah Hill is back and he's like, what like, contract dispute? <laughs> I miss you, buddy. I, I really miss, miss you. you. Yeah. Um, but, David. Are you, is this the news or is this the rumours? Are you going to ru- talk about the rumours? They're not rumours, David. These are actual facts. This is, so, what do you mean? Okay, go on. I, oh, I, think, I was going to say. I know what you're talking about. Go on. So what they had planned for the third yeah, one. Yeah, They had planned a Men in Black 22 Incredible. jumpsuit crossover. Incredible. It, was, it got leaked in the Sony hack 
that would have been the greatest movie of all time. Like, I mean, and it's the type of thing that, like, I think Men in Black needed it more Ab- than Jump Street. Absolutely. Well, look what they fucking did when they rebooted Internet, Men in yeah. Black to whatever Chris Hemsworth yeah. and um, Valkyrie did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tessa Thompson. Thompson. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um, it, it was such incredible Perfect. Idea. It would have made, like, and I wish, and I know it's a bit, like, a, sort of, it's a bit soulless at times, but I wish studios did that more yeah. often. Like, like but, similar to, like, Alien vs. Predator, like, Jason Freddy. Like, I wish studios would take IP and enhance but it's like Jump Street was made for that type of thing because it's so meta and yeah. it's so in on its own joke yeah. and they had set up it so well with the first two movies that like I'd say if they went into that third one with the idea that oh they're going to do Men in Black it would have made so much sense mm-hmm. and like again I, do you I know feel what like they also own they also own Ghostbusters Ghost- imagine oh they did that God. there you go oh incredible and like I think at this stage after seeing the, the Spider-Man movies after seeing these movies I think anything in the hands of Lord Miller is like slam dunk. I think I so I think wow. I just think like they're just so creative in yeah. what they're doing and stuff like that. I just yeah, I would have liked to I'd love, love to have seen that. Yeah. It was just And um, yeah. they do have some more planned for spin-offs and they had a female centric one yeah. and um with And again, this is the type of thing you could do 23 Jump Street and just like recast. Oh yeah. And it's but like, I don't so think anyone care. The the two lads overseeing it. But it goes back to what you were saying earlier. I couldn't see Phil Lord and Chris Miller go back to this property. But could they be producers? Yeah, I suppose they could. Yeah. Like, you put your mind to anything, didn't yeah. you? No, I'm just saying, like... I mean, and, I mean, how difficult is it to write one of these movies? Like, how... Like, I know, you, AI is great. <laughs> could, you put, could you put them on it for six months to write... But I tell like, you, okay, how about like, this? I've just thought of this right now. Swear to God. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet, Pete Davidson, Jumps to 23. <laughs> you just love that skit they did. Um, but, like, they're, but, like, that's a perfect duo. Yeah. You yeah. saw Pete Davidson in, yeah. uh, in Dumb Money, Dumb Money and yeah. Timothy Chalamet looks too. So, like... <laughs> I think that'd be perfect. Okay, give me two others. Like, okay, what? what okay, I'm definitely not going to have as good as of the first one. Um, who's like young comedy actors? Zendaya, Tom Holland. Yeah, that could work. Sony. There you go. They're already in house. Um, there's a girl who's great in The White Lotus. Yeah. Sydney, I think her name is or something. She's very good. She could be good in something. Anyone from Euphoria? Yeah, there you go. Um, or. Anyway, yeah, it's ripe for more. Yeah, and you know. it's like again, I th- I feel like the two lads would come back and do cameos yeah. if they wanted to. Yeah. Ice Cube, same way Johnny Depp did a cameo yeah. on the first one. Yeah, Ice Cube, I'm sure would be happy to do. He's not his, doing anything, surely. His little few minutes in yeah. in the um, churches. Mm-hmm. It's great, <laughs> incredible. Yeah, do you have another one? Do I have I so am. many here. I can keep going. Yeah, go on, keep going. Okay, here's here's one in the left field. I yeah. have so many talk about. It's great. You ever seen the Road to El Dorado? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> what a movie! Yes. What a movie! It's incredible. This is like my childhood right yeah. here. It's so beautiful movie. It is it so looks, silly. So silly. Looks incredible. Unbelievable soundtrack and is hilarious yeah. and also very adult at times. Yeah, as well. exactly. Yeah. So it's all about. Um, oh, what are their names? It's Miguel and Julio. No. Yeah. That, is that it? sounds right. Hold on. It's Tulio and... Oh, Tulio. Maybe it's pronounced... Miguel and Julio. Maybe it's, maybe the T is silent. No, yeah, I feel Tulio. like Julio sounds right, yeah. doesn't it? Anyway, so it's voiced by Kenneth Branagh and Kevin yeah. Klein, and they're basically been kidnapped by... Cor- uh, by um, What's his name? Not Cortez? The guy, the conqueror. Uh, the guy from South America. Cortez, yeah. Cortez. Yeah. And uh, basically they sail to South America, South America to try and find... Um, 
which is called El Dorado. Yeah. And these guys stow away in the ship, they're prisoners, and then all of a sudden they get they get set, they break out after an unbelievable planning sequence on how to break yeah. out. Uh, but they're also joined by Altivo, a big fucking horse, voiced by Frank Weller. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's just basically two of, the, two of these boys going through South America and then finding El Dorado and um, being, uh, what you call it, then convincing and tricking the locals of El Dorado that they're gods yeah. and uh, trying to get a lot of gold out of it. Yeah. It's so good. Um, do you want to know something utterly appalling about this movie? Yeah. 48% Rotten Tomatoes. Nonsense. Incorrect, David. Um, unbelievable soundtrack by Elton John. Like, it's that level of uh, adventure you would find in, like, an Indiana Jones. Stuff yeah. Like that. It's, it's so, yeah. yeah. Perfect. And you know what? Because I, 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 you know I have memories as a kid watching the behind the scenes yeah. of this. And I remember them making a, such a big deal about how the two lads did their voice recordings together. Yeah. Just to try and get that. Ah, that makes a huge difference. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Tough to be a god. What a song. <laughs> and the visuals. Yeah. It visually looks stunning. And it's DreamWorks as well. Yeah. And I think it kind of annoys me in the sense of like, I wish Dreams were, DreamWorks was a bigger thing now that they could have these things bringing these characters back. Like yeah. the way Disney brings back, I don't know, fucking Olaf every five minutes yeah, for exactly, something yeah. or other. Um, but yeah, quite, there doesn't seem to be the same kind of callback ability from from DreamWorks character. I know Shrek maybe, but like... Uh, and Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. Uh, I feel like, are they really... No. They're making a fourth though. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, now, the reason why it, it didn't get a sequel or such big acclaim, I don't know how it landed with me so much, is a budget of 92 million. Wow. I reckon that was all to do with yeah. the animators and the voice cast. Yeah. Uh, but it only made 76 million. Mm. Um, but great voice cast, like I said, Frank Weller, Jim Cummings, Edward James Almost, Rosie yeah. Perez, and a guy called Armand Asante, if that's I'm pronouncing yeah. that name right. Um, there's a great little sports game in it as well. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Little, very fun time. Very fun time. So David, to go back to my sting point. Sting, okay. <laughs> no song from this was nominated for best original song. Oh, no. Balls. Yeah. And I would argue <laughs> that every song in this by Elton John is better than whatever he won the Oscar for for Rocket Rock Man. Man. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. I haven't looked at the soundtrack but I, I can feel it in my bones David. I know it's right. Yeah. Um, and I had to clarify Rocket Man because the last time I did that I forgot he won an Oscar for The Lion King. Oh yeah of course. <laughs> um, but you know what was nominated that, what won that year? Things Have Changed by from Wonder Boys. You know the movie Wonder Boys? Exactly. <laughs> Written and directed by uh, sorry music and lyrics by Bob Dylan. Then there's a movie, uh, uh, a song called A Fool in Love, music and lyrics by Randy Newman in Meet the Parents. Remember that song? No. Randy Newman? Randy Newman, yeah. He did the, the Toy Story, Life didn't the Pixar movies. Yeah. Uh, then there's a uh, movie, there's Bjork did a song called Dan- I've Seen It All from Dancer in the Dark. You know that movie? You know that song? Exactly, my point, David. <laughs> um, you know the song um, I Love Before Time from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? I no, feel, I feel like you're taking this very personally. David, I'm getting building to something, all right? And then, do you remember the song My Funny Friend and Me by Sting? No. From The Emperor's New Groove? Oh, fuck, yeah, I do. Know. Do you? Yeah. I didn't fucking remember that. How does the opening song from Emperor's New Groove not get nominated? Oh, sorry, that's not it, is it? No, oh, this right. is the end credit song. Oh, no, sorry. And do you know why? <laughs> fucking Sting. I was going to do a whole police thing oh, here sorry. later. But anyway, so <laughs> they nominated the one that Sting did, which was clearly... Yeah, inferior to the opening song. I don't know if that's musically, you know, creative and yeah. innovative and good, but it's better. And it's in the movie. <laughs> and it's in the movie. Yeah. Sorry, as soon as you said the song from El, uh, from uh, Ember's New, New Groove, I was like, oh, the first one. Yeah, no, no. no. So this. So anyway, I'm angry. I'm angry, Tony. I'm angry, Tony. Okay, so I'm angry, Tony. Okay, so I'm gonna calm, calm it down. John just knows now you're wearing your Lancer top. I was going to wear my Lancer top. I didn't. I'm so in sync today besides <laughs> no. that. Tut tut. Anything else? I have more if I need. Go on, keep going. Ted. Ted. 
Fuck, okay. you, fuck you, Thunder. These are these aren't. This isn't particularly good. I would. There's a good buddy movie, but I wouldn't say in terms of the others. I don't think this is. As I don't good. know for like if like definitely you're not putting this up against some of the other ones, but like in terms of like solid comedies with boy the buddy boys. The boys yeah. yeah, this is good. Yeah, a lot of fun. What launched Seth uh, Seth MacFarlane's career effectively in Hollywood because after this he got a load of gigs with he got that um what you call it. Um, million days of million yeah, million ways to die in the west. west. Uh, he hosts the Oscars. Yeah. Um, but also Mark Wahlberg is phenomenal in this. Yeah. He brings that sort of crazy energy he had in the other guys. Yeah. He has a great thing where he has to try and uh, guess. He has to try and guess the trashy name of uh, Ted's yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. You know me. I was going to try and learn the list. <laughs> okay. I got so far. Yeah. I ran out of time. Okay. <laughs> but just know I could have done it if I had more time. Okay. Um. Uh, Flash Gordon's referenced a lot yeah. a lot of fun yeah. there's a scene where Ted keeps getting promoted yeah. uh, in his shop yeah. um, but also the animation's very good yeah that bear he looks like especially the fact that he has to interact with like humans the whole time very very good mm-hmm. Mila Kunis very funny in it, very it? funny yeah um, second one not as good no I don't I think he lost the plot a bit yeah. I, I didn't enjoy it as much yeah and who's the bloke that plays the bad guy in the second one there's a guy, there's there's the guy Giuseppe or whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah, but he's in the first one as well. Oh, is he? I can't remember. I can't remember. Do you remember? Do you remember? There's a whole scene where they go to Comic Con and they just oh, basically fuck. show off all the Universal Hasbro. Yeah, like, yeah. Because Transformers is in it, isn't it? But that's Paramount. Now that I'm thinking of yeah, that, I don't know. Joe McHale's in it as well. Giovanni Ribisi is oh, the guy's name. I was thinking. Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah. Um, he kind of just annoys me. Yeah, that's fair. But um, yeah, some silly times. Yeah, I, I specifically remember the start of the movie so there's an introduction scene for Ted and it's uh, narrated by Patrick Stewart yes incredible uh, he mentions what is it a tomahawk a tomahawk <laughs> jet, a tomahawk plane or something like that or a tomahawk helicopter or something like that it's very funny very silly <laughs> yeah how so he goes uh, so this is after like Ted has wished to life and he goes like now if there's one thing you can be sure of I'm butchering Patrick Stewart Don't do you want me to do my best Patrick Stewart go impression? for it absolutely make it sh- Lurgan <laughs> wait no wait wait Lurgan 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 <laughs> make it so <laughs> anyway uh, now if there's one thing you can be sure of it's not the, uh, sure of it's n- that nothing is more powerful than a young boy's wish Except an Apache helicopter. An Apache helicopter has machine guns and missiles. It is is an unbelievably impressive complement of weaponry. An absolute death machine. Well, as it turned out, John picked the perfect night to make a wish. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So silly. So So fun. And yeah, unfortunately it didn't lead to anything as good as it. But definitely just for the... For that film alone, yeah, incredible yeah. stuff. Um, I have a big list here I can rattle through if there's anything you want to pick up on. I was but. just going to mention some smaller films. Go for it. Um, this is a very, this is, isn't as silly as some of the other ones, The Peanut Butter Falcon. Very sweet. <sighs> yeah, very sweet. Uh, I was going to also mention The Disaster Artist. Ah, is that is a buddy buddy? Ah, it's a, They're not really buddies though. He's just a, a hinged lunatic. <laughs> Fair enough. And the other one is um, Seth Rogen. <laughs> Seth Rogen. No, but like, is him and Dave Franco not? I don't know. Anyway. Um, the Blues Brothers is here. Up. Blind Spotting. That's a buddy movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Hot Fuzz. Don't know if you're going to mention that. I'm not a big um, yeah, no, fan no, of that Canada no, trilogy, like if I'm perfectly honest. Yeah, I know you don't like it, but they are good. They are good. No, they are good. I just, they don't, they don't, they don't tickle my fancy, David. Uh, Easy Rider. Don't know if you've seen it. Not seen it. It's, yeah. It's heavy. Mm. It's only an hour and a half, though. Seven Psychopaths. It's not really a buddy movie. No. But, 
but it's the same vibe. The it's, Hangovers. They're just not the type of buddy movie I like. Yeah, I know. See, the problem is there's too many buddies. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Go for it, sorry. The Man from Uncle. Yeah. That's a great buddy movie. Incredible. What you call it? The Guard. The Guard. <laughs> great buddy movie. Yeah, absolutely. Unbelievable good yeah. buddy movie. Uh, Monsters, Inc. Yeah. I love that movie as well. Uh, I, forgot to, we- I forgot to say Toy Story as well. I li- David, re- literally next. Yeah. How do you do that? <laughs> Rain Man. Yeah. Big Lebowski. Yes. Midnight Cowboy. Yeah, I, I saw that. that. I was, no, was going to mention. No, it's poo. <laughs> uh, twins. Yes. Die Hard Three. Twins is great. Yeah. Die Hard Three. Yeah. Sonic that's on the Hedgehog. Yes. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Who Framed Roger? Yes. That's that's a good one. Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. Yeah. Any? Have you the- seen Turner and Hooch? No. Yeah, don't worry about Any The Rock and Kevin Hart movie? Mm, not for me. No, exactly. <laughs> uh, the Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove. Love that movie. That was, that's me and Dave both doing a French kiss. We didn't kiss each other. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever you going to mention Baywatch? You know the new Baywatch? No. No, it's just when you mentioned The Rock there. I was like, what are movies he in? Sideways. Sideways. No fucking Merlot. <laughs> Shrek. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Bad Boys, Bill and Ted, Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. Catch Me If You Can, really? They're, they're buddies. <laughs> Step Brothers? Step Brothers, yeah. Onward. Shutter Island. Shutter Island. <laughs> <laughs> the unbearable uh, weight of massive talent. Yeah. yeah they're buddies. Yeah. Uh, and then, I, Pulp Fiction? We haven't mentioned I Love You, Man. Okay. No, I'm just I don't, I don't... I can't describe it. There's just something about... That sort of Seth Rogen-y... Um, Seth Rogen's not even there. I know, I'm building just... You know what I mean? Like the Paul Rudd... I can't describe it. There's just something about that. It just doesn't click with me. Yeah. What are your thoughts on... Uh, and sorry, this isn't a specific movie, but Richard Pryor and oh, Gene Wilder. Love those movies. Yeah. Uh, sil- not see the, no evil, hear no evil. See no evil, hear no evil. Uh, what's the other one? Um, Silver Street... No, Silver... What the fuck? Ah, oh, brains. Hold on, I'll get it for you. Uh... Stir crazy. Stir crazy as well. Um, Superman 3. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That too. Sorry, I just looked up Richard Pryor. Is he not something that... Oh, Silver Streak. Yes, that's Silver the one I Street, know. Yeah. Um, that's very good as well. Um, the, Blaze and Saddles is kind of a buddy movie as well. Yeah. The producers. <laughs> sorry, I'm going... I'm, We're going on a range. But yeah. Do we want to end on a specific one or do we want to... Is, is, sorry, actually, I think we should probably mention, is there anyone this year specifically that has been Ooh. a good buddy movie? Actually, you haven't seen Planes, Trains and Automobiles, have you? I've seen enough of it to get it. It's very... It's, that's, that's top, that's top yeah, tier for top me. Tier, yeah. Because it has two great opposites. Yeah. Forced together on this journey that they yeah. just don't want to be on with each other. And then also has the heart. Oh, and, Gary, we almost forgot Dirt and Ro- Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. David. <laughs> Almost, just when you said Steve, Steve Martin I was like fucking hell I've mentioned it before in the podcast yeah. it's so good it's so good so good and again it's that same thing of the, the sting everyone's a con man everything's, everything's a con yeah, everything's a con and there's always something to be learned yeah so good Um. right Twenty. you're asking me 2023 movies yeah what? I was just trying to think I don't, I don't know off the top of my head okay I'm any... just filtering by 2023 yeah okay here we go Um. Florence <laughs> really knock at the cabin those are buddies <laughs> Everyone's a buddy in that. Um, cocaine Bear, the bear and cocaine. <laughs> John Wick 4 and the stairs. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons somewhat, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I could get on board with uh, that. What you call it? Tetris? Yeah. Uh, Evil Dead Rise? You just want it anytime you ah, want Ah, Super Mario Bros. Yeah, there you go. Although they're not they're actually not together, yeah. Not at all. Guardians, Fast X. Uh, 
Uh, I tell you what. Uh, oh, Nimona. Nimona. That's there a great you go. Buddy movie. Great buddy movie. Yeah. And, it's, and it's available on Netflix. Yeah. The Outlaws is balls. Don't watch that. No, don't waste your time. Um, Oppenheimer, the bomb in Oppenheimer. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I know you're you're not going to watch it, but uh, Apocalypse Clown. That's a good buddy movie. I'll get to it. That's, that's, a, good, that's a good buddy movie. It's on my list. Um, and that's about it. Yeah. No hard feelings. Are they buddies at the end? See, I don't know. Mm. Who's to say? But yeah, Indiana, those... Indiana Jones. <laughs> It's uh well, it's between Harrison Ford and Although all, they the, all, are. That, all that cash he's getting. Last Crusade is a buddy movie. That's I know it's him and his dad. No, that's a buddy movie. That's yeah. a buddy movie. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, yeah, I don't know if you want to mention any. No, we're kind of we're kind of losing steam here. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of going. We're, it's been loose. It's been, loose. This, it's this been a been loose podcast. Yeah, but all for a good cause, Dave. Yeah. So I think it's definitely been worth it bringing it back for one episode. Absolutely. Or will there be another? Who's to say? You don't want to mention anything from October. Oh, she! Hold on, sorry. I almost got one of the best buddy movies this year, Blackberry. Is that a buddy movie? Come on, that's mate. an abusive buddy movie. <laughs> it's abusive relationship. Yeah. I think it's a buddy movie. Is and it? They do great things <laughs> and horrible things. <laughs> horrible things. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are the best buddy movies of all time, as told by me and David. Yeah, objectively, I, this is that's the best list. Don't that's you, the best. Don't, don't if even anyone worry. If anyone mentions any other buddy movies. They're probably on the list. <laughs> we statistically mentioned them, or I cut them out for time. Um, but yeah, David. Jeez, look at this it's again. Been huh? a pleasure. I love talking about these movies. They're great. I'm going to watch one of them tonight. I think I'm going to watch The Nice Guys. Yeah. I'm going to have to show someone a movie. Mm. <laughs> no, you, very, no, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's that's like, very threatening. It's like you have to sell it to someone for yeah. them to watch it. Like I think we've sold these movies pretty yeah. well. Yeah. And you, you, the listener, should watch one of these movies. Yeah, and I want to know if anyone watches them and then what they think of them. And then if we're yeah. wrong, go watch it again. Yeah, you didn't watch it right. You clearly watched it yeah, wrong. Exactly. You watched it with the wrong subtitles on. You didn't sit down properly. Yeah, you weren't in the right mental mind state. Yeah. You need... Well, you, what you need to do is you need to go and meditate, yep. talk to someone, come back, watch it again. And if that doesn't work, go blow the cans, watch it again. That doesn't work, try any class A drug you wish. <laughs> It's got to be funny at some point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, we we can't be wrong. <laughs> anyway, this is this is a good point to end. Yeah, I think so. Right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. I really really appreciate it. I don't know what's coming next after this, so I'll we'll just see. keep it loose. But like, look, me and David are still on Letterboxd. Yeah. If you want to hit us up there yeah. and keep track on what we're watching and um there is, this will be going up on YouTube. You can subscribe to YouTube and stick a little notification bell in case we do come back. Who knows? To do special off one-off off, one off episodes, like I mentioned. Anything else? I don't know what else I mentioned. Thanks. Charity. Oh, charity. Yeah. Please. That's what David does by, by coming, to do, coming and doing these podcasts with me. Please help when you, with whatever you can. Yeah. One download is enough to keep Gary's ego appeased. <laughs> Um, but no thank you so much uh, David and Lister. I really really appreciate it and again if you want to just at least check out some of that Movember stuff it would be really appreciated just to read a bit about it and um, you know be a bit more aware that'd be great so yes you know there's only one way to end this and it's not only to to you and the listener but I've got to inspire some people since the last one was so emotional as people said um, but I just got to say you get out there you live your best days and you aim for those bushes <laughs> I'm gonna sing, I'm gonna sing.